from the Baller's Discord channel. This is the Baller Locker Room, where we talk all things baller. My name is Alex, and uh, the guest this week is one of the Baller's community newest member, BTG. He's been making a big splash, and we discuss how he almost sold his PFP to Ronin, some observations and comment for the Baller's community. So please enjoy episode 11. Disclaimer. The Baller Locker Room Podcast is not affiliated with NFT Genius or Baller's NFT. All discussion here is not financial advice and a solicitation to purchase any past, present, and future Baller NFTs. All right. Welcome to the 11th episode of the Baller Locker Room. Today, we have a new whale that's making big, big splashes in the Baller community. It is none other than BTG. Good evening and welcome to our show. Hey guys, appreciate you having me. Thank you. Thank you. Joining me as co-host is Empe. Bing bong. What's up, ballers? Uh, good, good to be back for sure. Um, it's exciting to chat with BTG and um, you know, kind of hop back into ballers here. I, I was out last week. Um, felt felt a little bit left out, honestly, Alex. But you get the the show had to go on. The show had to go on. You guys had to do what you had to do. And uh, and I had a little vacation, played some golf. Um, feeling really good about you know, this week and, and, uh, the week's coming up here on ballers. Sounds good. You mentioned you have, uh, a getaway golf tournament kind of thing. Are you ready to take on Scotty Schiffler now? <laughs> I mean, listen, number one golfer in the world. Uh, I would love to play around with him. Uh, I probably don't deserve to be on the same course or even, you know, within, 75 feet of him but uh yeah man it, it would be awesome to play with him yeah he'll a... he'll maybe hide you as a backup caddy one day <laughs> how awesome would that be by by the way we're uh we, this has to be three months right we're, we're three months in on this uh this show is that right yeah 11 12 weeks about exactly yeah, because we took one week off um, based on either holiday or whatever it was. So this is the twelfth week. Um, Got to give us throw some confetti in the air. I mean, this is this is Ballers locker room. Uh, three months here. Throw it in the air. We're gonna hit BTGs with the lightning round questions. Are you ready? Yeah, shoot it. First one. Uh, could you just let the audience know where you're from, where you grew up, what made you pick Baller ID three six four one as your PFP? Uh, I'm from Los Angeles. Kind of moved all around Southern California growing up. Three six four one, Mister Iflaka Rant. He's uh, one of three ballers that I minted on mint day. Um, ended up being the 18th highest skill player so and i think the highest rated uh alt skin non-human baller uh so naturally you know kind of made it my profile picture i mean i i'm personally btg i am incredibly jealous uh as you 
may or may not know I'm a massive skill guy. I, I really love skill and, uh, you know, Ronan, uh, we'll talk about it later, but Ronan is with me and uh, him and I being the billboard boys, all we want is skill. So I have to say I'm incredibly jealous of you and Duflaka. Yeah, he's, uh, he's offensively, he's just, he's got it all right now. So question, uh, regarding, you know, traits and skills and combo and, you know, if, if you were to sort of be able to pick your own baller, uh, what, what do you prefer? What's, you know, what's interesting to you? No, uh, all skills, all skills, you know, it doesn't, no point looking good if uh, you're shooting bricks all the time. So always <laughs> oh, yeah. looking for that right now. <laughs> all right, that's cool. that. what do you, what do you covet? Like inside of the skills piece, what exactly do you covet? Do you have a specific type of skill or not? So yeah, the UBLs kind of got me more into thinking and looking into the skills and not to give away too much of my strategy right now, but I'm kind of looking at some, you know, high defense, high playmaking, uh, you know, to go with Duflaka. Uh, not too worried as long as they're, you know, about the shooting, as long as they're making some plays on defense. So going to give that a shot. I feel you on that. I think, Alex, our, our next question almost answered, but, but feel free to ask it. <laughs> if you were to get a custom baller, what would be your kind of top accessory or top body you would pick out for your baller? Probably the gold grills uh, for accessory. I know the GG team's going to be all wild over that answer. Um, you know, I just kind of like the flash, give a little show on the court. And I kind of would say, would have to say lizards, you know, for my top body pick, you know, kind of favoritism right there. But other than that, uh, the pink aliens are pretty interesting. They kind of pop, so I might look to add one of those to uh, my team soon. Sounds good. Sounds good. Just a heads up, Gold Grills is actually not an accessory. Uh, it is a pixel scan. I don't think oh, it's on the blockchain. so you need another answer. Uh, no, I'm just letting you know. You're new to the community. You, me and MPACE have at least spent 100 hours looking at this baller index, understanding uh, all the different traits and bodies. So just a little tidbit. Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> Missed that part. So yeah, typically the skills are the uh, traits that we get. People are like, ah, oh, I love you know, the gold headphones or the gold chain or, you know, some people are like, ah, you know what? I like the, uh, I like the gold uh, earring or whatever. It's a little bit of flash, but not too much, things like that. So those are actual accessories. Yeah, no, the, the, the gold headphones, those are pretty nice. To, I guess would probably be my other choice. And I know those are pretty rare too. So going to have to pay a little to get some. Yeah, huge fan myself, and and they are super rare. Um, I mean, Alex, don't, I mean, don't quote me, but I think it's either twenty three or sub twenty three. It's it's got to be. I think that's that's probably the number. Yeah, I don't even remember. It's been so long since we played that um, uh, baller. So you know, you know, so you think you know the marketplace game, but. Uh, yeah, it's definitely less than 30 for sure. Uh, just off the top of my head, I think. A lot of people love the Go headphones, you know? I'm more of a subtle guy. Earrings is my pick. That's why it's mostly my PFP. We're going to move on to some story time questions. Um, 
Ronan mentioned in the UBL stream that you almost sold your PFP to him. Can you kind of give your story side and how what made you decide to change your mind? Yeah, we were uh, we were pretty close on that. My uh, my friend actually he was more into the Ballers Discord at the time, and so he'd known all the whales and what they were looking for. And uh, I told him, you know, throw it out there. I'm kind of looking to you know move the baller. I haven't really been in the Discord that much at the time. So he threw it out there, and Ronan hit me up on Twitter. Um, you know, he started with a you know, pretty good offer, so you know, I continued to listen. Um, you know, I still kind of feel in the market, but then uh, I think I rejected about two offers, and then I think later, at, you know, a couple of days later, he came back with a pretty nice offer. Um, you know, I really considered it, but then, you know, that kind of, I guess, instinct, you know, he's like, okay, why does he want it so bad? So I kind of went and looked into it more and kind of decided to hold on to him, you know, and then also minting something, probably my rarest mint so far in NFT. So kind of just decided to hold on to it. But yeah, he was, he was, he was close. I almost said yes. Very well, very well. Well, uh, I am super happy that uh, you did not say yes because I have a uh, sort of rivalry with uh, my fellow Billboard boy, and uh, I'm I'm certainly going for the top starting five with a six man at least right now, um, most mostly 90s and uh, with a captain near near 90. So uh, I'm I'm certainly happy that you you kept them yourself. I got to keep that competition spread wide. So speaking of sort of skills and so on and so forth um the ubl season two tell me how you got hooked i mean obviously you weren't in the um discord very much and how'd you hear about it who told you you know tell us a little bit about that so uh shout out to all the friends over at squanchland uh but justin brown he dropped in one day posted a little announcement kind of mentioned the ubl and, you know, this wasn't too much longer after uh, Ronan hit me up for my baller. Uh, but, yeah, at that time, I, you know, he kind of explained it and got me kind of interested. And obviously having a high-skilled baller, kind of want to see. And then kind of clicked and realized that's why he wanted the baller. Uh, so, yeah, Justin Brown, you know, Squanchland, they got me in. And then once I got in that Discord, and, you know, haven't left since. Nice. Well, I mean, listen, us three, we, we know what Squanchland is. Um, I mean, the, the, the people might want to know a little bit about it. Do you have any an understanding of what Squanchland is? Just very brief. You don't have to go in depth or anything, but I think the people would want to know. Uh, uh, I mean, Squanch, they've just been degenning into NFTs, you know, pretty much since it started last year. And it just kind of grew into a family, you know, Wade's. Uh, he's you know big in the Top Shot community. He kind of started that Discord and it just kind of grew into something more. A uh, pretty pretty exclusive uh, club. And when Wade's made that, uh, it's it's a ton of really awesome people, and uh, it's cool to to chat with somebody from from Squanchland. I have a slight follow up question. Um, now that you mentioned Wade's, Wade was the person who bought 
the number one ranked baller for a, a total of 100K in ETH and some maybe top shot moments, how much would you pay for the number one baller? Oh, now? I mean, I'm pretty happy with Duflaka, you know? But if I, I, I see being on the court, you know, what he named uh, his number one baller and you know, he puts up some points, but I like, you know, the defense, the triple doubles. Um, you know, I think he's obviously probably worth more than 100000 now. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be, I mean, sheesh, Dingling has to be the most valuable baller, like, by a long shot. And what I mean by it is, like, when announcements come out, when, you know, more official, official leagues come out, I, I can't imagine that Dingling doesn't earn that money back. You know, I, I just keep on thinking in the back of my head, there has to be um, a significant return from somebody that skilled. And so if I, I if I like think about what what BTG just said, yeah, obviously he's he's worth more than 100k because you you stick with ballers, like he's going to get you the money back and then some. Like it's basically like um, equity in your house. I mean, you're you're investing in something that you know is essentially going to go up. You know, yeah, he's just like, you know, LeBron, you know, everybody's going to want to play, you know, be on his team. And so that alone is just going to make it easier for him to get that value back to him. Nice. That's great to hear that you, you know, value it more. But we, we would love to see Wade's interaction in the UBL. Um, you know, I mentioned in previous past episodes, Seeing your baller in action changes your perspective from just like being a passive investor or collector and actually rooting for your baller. So, you know, you you are in the stream. I'm in the stream. We're always yelling. Uh, just <laughs> we're watching little little paragraphs just pop out on the side. And but we're looking at our baller and they're putting up scores and it makes us so much more interactive. Um, and that's the whole reason that we are into this uh, community because when the official stuff comes out, it's going to be so much more fun and looking forward to see all this interaction with other ballers. I mean, speaking, speaking of like rooting for your own ballers, what the heck? I don't want to make this about me, but like mom ballers, Bryant, okay. Number seven skill is not performing in the UBL and I have no idea why or how. This is ridiculous. I mean, I, 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 I got to do something about it. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, I will, I will enlighten you a bit, Empey. Um, so one of our teams is also having this issue, right? We have some highly skilled big players. Um, <laughs> our team is called Ro Rose Gold Simps, but there are some heavy ballers in there, heavy hitter ballers in there. But the, the simulation actually has some synergies between the starters and the defense coordinations. So we, it was Parson Calmer who kind of dug up this uh, little nugget that these ballers simulations have synergies. So it might be that your starting five is all a certain role. So they don't have offensive synergy or defensive synergy. So you're not seeing as, you know, as 
as high of potential as you think your ballers should be. Alert, alert, alert. Alpha, I mean, I had no idea about this. Uh, I'm going to have to dig into it further. BTG, did you know this? Uh, I came across that article. I started looking into it more. That's kind of what got me into the, you know, looking at that 90, those high playmaking, high defense. Uh, so, yeah, I've been tinkering with my rosters, you know. And so I haven't cracked <laughs> the code yet, but there's something there. Can we can we change our ballers? I'm sorry, I don't I don't know. I mean, do you know that BTG or no? I think we can change one baller. Blood's, uh, Blood's being super nice. I think he's letting people change it. Uh, but you know, I yo I have to ask the guy, but he's he's super nice about it. I don't want to. I've been supposed, uh, you know, pinging him for role changes and sneaker changes and stuff, but. Definitely, definitely just ask the guy. He's super, uh, he's willing to accommodate for the most part. All right, I digress. Mm-hmm. Anyway, going into the deep dive here, uh, my man. Sounds good. Observations about Flow Ballers Discord channel you noticed, you know, good, bad. Just give us some of your perspective there. I think that people would love to hear that, especially since you're fairly new to uh, getting adjusted into the Discord. No, yeah, nothing, nothing bad. Uh... One cool thing I would like to see, you know, kind of some more daily engagement between the, the team and the fans kind of taking a point from Top Shot, how they do their daily challenges. Um, maybe somehow tying that into who's holding certain ballers, you know, that would get people in there. You know, and then once you get people in there, you know, sometimes, you know, like me, they get in there and they, they never leave and that's kind of what you need. Um, other than that, you know, the the Discord's great. The people are great. Um, everybody's helping each other, whether that's you know with questions or finding deals or good snipes to improve their team. Um, you know, overall, love the Discord. You know, not your typical NFT Discord. Good deal. Appreciate you. A lot of stuff goes on the Discord. Uh, just want to reiterate your point that I mentioned in previous episode. You know, the community is so strong. But we also need kind of like the demand back. Um, uh, what would be your suggestion to kind of maybe you've been you're brought on onto NFT Genius? How would you kind of bring demand, hype, all the good things back to Ballers community? You know, I mean, as far as you know, the typical NFT project cycle, I feel they kind of got you know, yeah, the, the the hype, and I think they're kind of through the rough part right now. Um, but, you know, the community is kind of holding it up, um, you know, giving it that support for now. Uh, I just think they, you know, need to, I think the game, the game is a big thing. That's what got me into it. Um, getting that, you know, on a more professional scale, you know, kind of seamless to, you know, onboard people and get them interacting with it. I think that's the biggest thing. And then, you know, trying to get as close to the NBA, you know, because that's what a lot of these holders, they love basketball so as close as you can get them to the nba i think that's another you know home run hit that they could deliver these are all great points i think um and you bring really great experience from other um nft discords or projects communities in general um if maybe there was one thing you could pick from another community uh what what would you think would be valuable to the 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 ballers community for us to either emulate or 
maybe omit from what we do on a daily basis or weekly basis or anything of the sort, just from an improvement standpoint, um, if you were to make a parallel to another uh, uh, community, what, what would you say, you think? Um, honestly, it's, it's kind of simple. I mean, not simple to do, but it, when you think about it, everything, it just comes down to you know, communication. Um, you look at Board Ape, you know, they're not constantly, you know, doing tweets, it's, it's, but it's just kind of what they say and how they deliver it and the timing of that. You know, it's everything as far as their timing with their comms, it's perfect. Um, when it, you know, whether that was, you know, the ape coin stuff like that, it, you know, they nailed that. They don't have to be, you know, doing airdrops and doing all this stuff constantly. You know, as long as they're building and that communication, you know, is on point, you know, it's, I think that would be pretty critical for them. So what I'm getting is not constant communication. It's communication to the point where there is a trust factor and your community is in sync with the creators and the creators come out with what they say they're going to. So not necessarily like in, in you know, uh, uh, under promise over deliver, but more so do what you say you're going to do and uh, communicate it uh, critically at the right times. Yeah, you don't have to leak, you know, the whole information, but as long as, you know, your holders know something is coming and, you know, it does come building that good history, you know, right and with Board 8, you know, they're going to deliver eventually. You know, just based on their experience. And once you have that trust in the, the community that, you know, it's coming, it's going to happen. It's just, it's a, a runaway train, hard to stop. Got it. Got it. Yeah, that's really good advice. And I, I, I like that perspective. Um, I guess just a similar thing, and this is kind of the last deep dive question is, uh, if there was a baller's end game for you, um, you know, what would you say that is? Uh, what does the baller ballers enter, you know environment entail uh, in general at an end game state? Um, I think it's just a lot of you know combination of in real life you know, experiences, tapping into the gaming community, uh, you know, kind of the gen gambling community, and obviously the NBA. Um, but just, you know, kind of intertwining all of those into, uh, you know, an, an ecosystem provided officially, you know, by the Ballers team uh, at a professional scale, you know, with the right resources, just tapping into all of those and bringing it all together. And I think that's where it all ends up, you know, and then obviously as close to the NBA as they can get. Fascinating. I'm not sure if you heard uh, what I spoke last episode. But I definitely agree. We, this project must tap into the gaming uh, market shares. It's constantly growing, and it's the one thing that you know is such an easy link between NFT, metaverse, and uh, our current situation of uh, gaming. You see all these deployment and resources into VR, AR tech, and uh, ultimately the metaverse right you even have facebook changing their entire company goals and name to the meta and 
when ballers release this game, I do want them to make it big, right? You want to be League of Legends size or Dota Dota tournament size this. And I think I'm in alignment with you. Make sure we tap in into NBA and the whole gaming esport ecosystem. You have anything to add, Enpei? No, no. Uh, I thought this was incredibly valuable. Um, I I do have one uh, just sort of cap off uh, from from a couple weeks ago that I never got a chance to. I thought it was it was awesome. I was asking the community to bring to you know ask some questions i don't know if you remember this alex yes i did uh did did anyone well no one reached out to me but i'm i heard they gave you some questions yes yes so i thought one of the questions was incredible uh it was from patrick viewing our communications director himself and this can go for all three of us i want all three of our answers here the question is what is the best parm entree chicken shrimp eggplant or other btg we'll start with you oh stick with the classic you know i think it's gotta be chicken um you know obviously i second i'd go eggplant you know if you're into the vegetarian side um it's not a bad option alec for me i actually don't eat any of these parm items. Scandalous, I know. But if I had to pick one, I think I would go with chicken as well. Uh, stick with the original. You don't need to do anything fancy with the fish or eggplants. That's fine, you, Alex. MP? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hit you hard with that. <laughs> Jeez, dude. My favorite parm entree. And actually, I, I, I am a chicken parm connoisseur basically every place that i go to every different country uh most restaurants i'm ordering a chicken farm whether it be a sub or a um you know entree or whatever it is like i'm i'm usually ordering a chicken farm although i got like a local place um like a local brunch spot i got an eggplant parm the other day and it was incredible it was one of the best eggplant parms that i've had and it rivaled a lot of chicken parms that i've had so i gotta go with chicken parm but jeez that eggplant parm was so damn good i i couldn't stop thinking about it i still can't think about stop thinking about it but i gotta give i gotta give patrick viewing a shout out i mean that was an incredible question there's a few other ones i think uh you know i'll keep them for other episodes but uh for the people, keep those questions coming. Any uh, particular questions you have of us, whether it be, you know, political, about us, uh, about the universe, about literally anything, uh, send them our way. Send it, shoot them to my DMs, uh, Alex's DMs, and, and we'll try and make it a real regular thing if you ask some good questions. That's all the time we have. I think I want to just wrap up this interview with this question. Who do you think right now will win it all? In the UBL season two premiere, BTG, we'll go with you first. Cool. Um, my team, uh, Squanchland West, probably not going to make it, so I'm going to have to go with the Squanchland team with being on it. I'll work for them all the way. Okay. Yeah, I forget what the the. The north, south no, is south. The, yeah. The south is where Dingaling and Michelle Jordan's on. A beast of a team. 
Yeah, so my vote's going to go with them. Empe, son of jams. I mean, no, I got a couple underdogs, so those guys got to improve, and I got to keep looking at tweaks before they become true contenders. Um, So, no, I I can't say. Although I'm incredibly competitive, I can't say that that they're winners at this point. Um, So I'll go with – I'll go with the 03 Wolves. Oh, you stole my pick right under me as well. The 03 Wolves look so dominating. They're on a 12-game win streak or something like that. So hopefully, you know, Blood will allow us to tweak our entire lineup or, you know, a couple lineups. But thank you all uh, so much for your time. Any last plug-in, BTG, before we sign off? Oh, no, just one more time to the Squanchland family. Awesome. Thank you so much, and see you guys next week. That wraps up episode 11. Thank you so much for listening, and a special thank you for BTG for his time. Please like and subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Send feedback or comments on our Twitter at BallerLockerR1. Thank you again, and see you guys next week.